Our guest today is Rory Douglas. He's a financial educator, high-performance life coach, and international best-selling author. 25 years of experience in the financial industry, has a passion for helping people pursue their purpose in life, and has a great love for humanity, social justice technology, and artificial intelligence. And we just dive into magnificent topics from really just breaking the rich code, which is his new book, Cracking the Rich Code, which you have to go over to rorydouglas.net, get a copy of that, to understanding what it takes to really just find your channel find your why and pivot yourself to take the next step back to positivity and back to success. Listen in. There's a ton of nuggets in this one. You're not going to want to miss a word. Awesome. All right. So Roy, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for coming on with us. Thanks for having me, man. I'm so excited to, to be here to talk to you and your audience. And I really, really love what you guys are doing and uh, keep doing what you're doing. I'm excited. You know, you have this awesome background and and you've had over 25 years of experience in the financial industry moving forward to be a high performance coach and international best selling author who's continually learning going forward what has this duration of being able to sustain across 25 years of high level success taught you has there been one defining moment that stands out when you look back on everything you've done yes that that, that defining moment is uh, having a spirit of service um, service is, is, is the fundamental, the main fundamental that you want to really, really focus on because when you serve for people, when you serve people, you not only do you help them with their problems, you also help yourself in return. So service is one of the key things that, that really, really at the core of myself, serving. I always tell people, uh, people are always searching for a salary or searching for an opportunity. But the bottom line is, is that if you serve people, if you serve people with a spirit of excellence, opportunity actually comes to you. So that's, that's what it's all about. I always tell people, if you chase money, it will definitely get away from you. But if you chase service, you will have money for a lifetime and not a lunchtime. Yeah, I find and I hear that if you're having a tough time right now, take the focus off yourself and put it on outwards on others. Because ultimately, if we dwell on our problems, well, that just adds the problems and allows it to manifest. But if we put the good word out to try and push forward, to give a helping hand, even if we don't have everything, it allows us to find what we want in a way that's not us saying, I need this, right? And it's funny how it comes full circle. Exactly. And that's incredible that you brought that up because I, I would say this to you that most people spend more time outside of themselves looking at other people's success and what other people are doing and very little time with themselves, with themselves. And I would tell the listeners and those who are looking, each and every one of you guys have greatness inside of you. And all of us are work in progress. And I always uh, equate it to um, uh, an artist, an artist who actually builds a sculpture. A sculpture is one of the most uh, precious uh, arts that you can actually have out there. But one thing about that sculpture, the artists basically just have a hammer and a chisel and a rock and the artist is chipping away at that sculpture, pretty much getting ready to develop what that artist sees. And it takes, it takes time, but the artist continues to chip away and then eventually he creates a masterpiece or she creates a masterpiece. So I think everyone's a masterpiece, but we are a work in progress. But if you spend more time looking outside of yourselves and less time with yourselves, I think that's what most people are in today's society because quite frankly in life, you're only gonna be doing two things. Either you're gonna be working to fulfill someone else's vision or working to fulfill your own vision. 
And most people are working to fulfill someone else's vision. Most people are spending time outside of themselves being spectators, but you are designed to be a creator. So that's what it's all about. You know, that creation point is key, right? And even talking about chipping away to become who you are. So many times we get stuck not starting because we ultimately just see the end. Like, oh, I want to chip away and be a dentist, right? And, and on that point, I won't even start. But through the chipping process, you find that the, the, that chip you made, you never thought you would do that. It wasn't your ultimate destiny from the beginning. And now, oh, that's a better way, right? Because you find by doing where so many times we become paralyzed, assuming that we have to have this perfect path forward. So we never take action and we get stuck where we are, even if it's a place where we're not happy, right? So we'll say this is safer to be where we're not happy because the unknown, which could be amazing, is too scary for me to even try. How do you help people break out of that, to break out of their mold of who they are, to find who they want to be and get to? <laughs> Some great questions. I would say this abruptly. Do it scared. Do it scared. Mm. You probably heard people say, hey, you need confidence. You got to build, build confidence. The operative word is build. You have to build confidence. Like when I was talking about that sculpture and what you just alluded to, you know, sometimes you're chipping away and you may chip too deep and you got to build it back up and start back over. But hmm. the bottom line is you have to build confidence. And most people have the wrong in interpretation of confidence. You're not going to wake up tomorrow with confidence. Confidence comes by doing the same thing over and over again. And when you do the same thing over and over again, you don't get bitter, you get better. That's what it's all about. So I always tell people, a setback is a setup for a comeback. So the bottom line is, if you do have fear, if you do have anxieties, if you continue to work towards your goal repeatedly with consistency, that's the key to success. That's the bottom line. You got to really, really do it scared if you're scared. But the bottom line is, you got to continue to press forward. And if you keep working at it, you're going to get familiar with it. And then it's going to become a part of you. Everyone loves a comeback story, but doesn't want it to be them, right? Because they, exactly. they're scared to get started. Is there some mental exercises, some things that we can do to train our mind? Because we see fear as something that we want to avoid, right? I don't want to be scared. So I'm going to ultimately to try, even if it's me, like the destination is right there, three feet in front of me, but there's scared and fear right in front of me. So I'm going to go 17 miles to the left because just to try to avoid that fear. Is there a way that I can mentally prepare to attack fear when I see it? Yeah, th there's a way, um, but there's a few ways. But me personally, um, I always take a, a spiritual approach because there's a scripture in the Bible that, that says when the enemy comes in like a flood, the operative word is like a flood. It's really not a flood. It looks like it's a flood. It looks overwhelming but it's really a raindrop. So you got to really, really uh, don't magnify your problems. Take baby steps. Less is more. I always tell people less is more. A fast quarter is better than a slow dollar. So the bottom line is whatever your situation may be, don't look at the big picture. Start off small and work at it. And I always tell people praise progress, but not perfection. So it's really about Attacking your dream one day at a time, <laughs> one thing at a time. Most people get overwhelmed. They look at the whole problem. They get, they get overwhelmed. They get the anxieties and they shut down. The bottom line is, is that you only have 24 hours in the day. 
So you should think you should really, really strive to be the best version of yourself every single day. That's what it's all about. But I would tell people also, too, and this is what I use. My attitude determines my altitude. It's all about your attitude. It's all about how you how you see things. And last but least, 90 percent of winning, in my, in my opinion, 90 percent of winning is simply excitement. Yeah. If you can get excited during the times that you're having disparities and challenges, that's what's going to build character. That's going to build what you need, what it needs to take to be a winner as you press forward. But the bottom line is we tend to see just all of the success out there, all of the success mm-hmm. stories, but we don't see the struggle. But I always tell people, if you don't have that struggle, you're not going to really be able to enjoy the success when it does come. And that's what it's all about. You know, I, there's a quote that comes to mind is Aristotle saying, if everybody in the world put together their problems in one big pie and then an even slice was cut up to every single person out there, the majority of people would beg for their old problems back. Right. And when you, when you <laughs> see true. that, yeah. yeah, that's true. And also, too, this is something I would say also, too, and I've learned this success is often found in a pile of mistakes. Most people are afraid to make a mistake. You know, we, we, we grow up as, as, as children, our family, our mothers and fathers want certain things for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why the, the average college student changed their major about four times. And I always tell people, it's so important to find your passion. When you find your passion, you will find your purpose. But most people, they don't find their passion because they're never living their purpose. Is there something that could help people identify their passion? Because Many times you hear that, just I just can't find what I'm passionate about. Is it just the lack of going out there and trying new things that's keeping people away from that? Or is there something that they're missing to identify along their journey? You know, it goes back to what you were talking about momentarily. It really comes down to fear. Yeah. I personally believe everyone knows what their passion is. I'll give you an example. When I get in front of my clients and people that I talk to every day and inspire, I ask someone on the first, on my first appointment with them, first interview, I ask them clearly, John or Sally, what would you be doing right now if you could? If you could just do whatever you wanted to do, what would you be doing? Hmm. And man, they will go into their dreamland. I would be traveling the world. I would have a successful business. I would be doing this and that and that. But most people are scared of their dreams. They're scared of their dream. They're scared of their dream. So that's where the problem comes in. The problem comes in is that people are limited based on their problems and their situation. And I always tell people that your dreams are not a figment of your imagination. It's just showing you glimpses of your future. You have to believe your dream. And if your dreams don't scare you, it's not normal. And that's why most people retreat because their dream scares them. It doesn't look reachable. And they will say to you, hey, I can't find my passion. I can't find my purpose because you're settling for less. You're settling for less. And really, I would encourage people not to settle for less. And don't judge things according to the financial aspect, because there's a big difference between riches and wealth. Mm -hmm. I would take wealth over riches any day because riches, you see so many people that have riches but you see people committing suicide, killing themselves, mm. can't get it together, always in the media. But when you have wealth, as I said earlier, you can have money for a lifetime and not a lunchtime and you can actually enjoy it. But I encourage people to discover yourself. You have greatness inside of you. Believe your dream. Uh, don't let anyone uh, derail you from your dream. Don't let anyone kill your faith or take away your hope. 
You got to be a dreamer. And, and, and not only do you have to be a dreamer, sometimes you have to encourage your own self. And most times you have to encourage yourself. So you have to really say, say to yourself, what are you saying to yourself every day? Do you wake up in the morning and you feel like you're on fire and you just really want to attack this day and do a lot of amazing things? That's how you should start off, despite of what you're going through. I get it. A lot of people are going through a lot of different things. But one thing I, I do personally, always look at, I count my blessings. I look at the little things. My philosophy is less is more. I got a roof over my head. I got loved ones. I got people that love me. I am blessed. And it's all about a mindset and, 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 and it's all about having a certain attitude because I tell people that the greatest asset is their mindset. I think most people fall short because of, of the mental, the mindset. Mm -hmm. But once you get that mindset in order, nothing can stop you. You're 100% right because we put all our focus onto what's being brought into our environment, right? So if you turn on any news media station right now, they're giving you the negative and that, that's what, where the focus is and that, that pushes forward and the ad dollars support that. So you get stuck in that and our dreams get, get vanquished, right? So if you, I've heard it said that if you, if you go back to being six or seven, we just had the ability to just dream. That's what you wanted to do. But at some point you heard or were told or got it in your mind that that your dreams were no longer part of your life. And so now you have to settle for what it is that you should be doing, says says who. And you start to believe that message. That's so powerful what you said. You know, I call it channels. <laughs> I call it channels. Life has channels. What channel you tune into. And you're absolutely right. When I was telling you earlier that most people are fulfilling other people's visions versus their own vision, mm -hmm. you've, you've allowed society to change your channel. Yeah. And when you change your channel, you change your situation. That's what it's all about. So I always tell people that if you hang around nine broke people, you will be the 10th. Mm -hmm. So the bottom line is you have to make sure you're on the right channel. That's the reason why you have to really, really protect your mindset. You got to get around people who are positive. You got to also listen to things that are positive. You have, that's, that's where the investment comes in. It's really about not, not allowing anyone to alter your dream, what you believe, and you got to stay the course. And really, I always tell people, quitters never win and winners never lose. You won't lose if you don't quit. That's right. But what are you saying to yourself? Uh, not only what are you saying to yourself, not only what others are saying to you, but what are you really saying to yourself? And I always tell people, what are you saying to yourself? And you can tell what people are saying to themselves based on their conversation. When I hear words like, I wanna, I wish, I hope, it's not gonna happen. Things are happening to me. No, turn that around. It's happening for me, not to me. So yeah. it's all a mindset. And we create our own situation with our thinking. And I always tell people it's basically you have to take your mind and you have to really, really reset your mind. And, and it's all a mental game. You know, it's like the matrix. All these, these things out here, they're not as real as we think they are. But what's real is what's up inside this, this head of yours. You know, I love that. And the little change in wording in your day, right? The, just if you can maybe even take a tape recorder and put it around you for an hour and just just play it back and listen how you come across when, when you're not only talking to others or just talking in general, you'll find that it will align a lot with where you are, right? You, you'll start saying, I am, I will be, I can, I choose. That starts building a positive thought track. 
or if it becomes that, you know, uh, maybe should have, could have, would have, well, your position is probably aligned with those words because you're not allowing yourself to manifest. You're not allowing yourself to move forward. You're just, you're setting the narrative, right? You're setting that, that yes. point of where you're going. Wow, you see it. You see it clearly. And yeah. that's what I was talking about, those channels. You take yourself right to that channel, which you're thinking. Hmm. Right to that channel, which you're thinking. And that's what happens to each and every one of us every single day. And I'll, I will tell you this, it's, it's, it's real, real, real important. It's real important. I always tell people that uh, there's never any losses. There's only lessons. It's only lessons. And your words are going to create your reality. Hmm. And your words are so important, what you say and what you do. And I always tell people it takes about 21 days to develop a habit. And it takes at least 21 days to get rid of a habit. The average person cannot go 21 days consistent on a consistent level. Because there's so many things that is getting their attention. There's a book I love by Napoleon Hill. Most people know about Think and Go Rich, but he has a book that's called Outwitting the Devil. That's a book I highly recommend. It's called Outwitting the Devil. And this book talks about the power of drifting. And most human beings, we drift 90% throughout our day. We're drifting, which means we are constantly letting other things get our attention. And living in a society in a time where we're living with right now, with smartphones, entertainment, technology, we are drifting constantly, which means it's hard to stay focused. So you got to really, really not only pack your lunch to go to work, but you got to pack <laughs> your communication. You, you, you have to pack your association, hmm. all of those things, and you have to carry it. And not only that, would you send a letter out to an, to an important person without examining it? No, you're going to fact check it and check it before you send it out. So we're living in a time right now where you have to fact check and you not only fact check, you have to check yourself. Because if you don't, you're going to be victim of changing the channel, using negative words, drifting, and all of this becomes a lifestyle. It becomes a lifestyle. I call it, and we, we call it the freight train approach where people, you have a part where the train could stop, but we start our days and let our days go where it's like we're trying to catch the train before it stops, right? So we're just jumping on the train anywhere, just trying to catch that thing. And wherever it goes, okay, hopefully we're on it. We're maybe hanging by one arm, flying down the road. And the end of the day, whew, it's okay, we landed somewhere. And then tomorrow I'll start the next day, right? And you look back. 20 years what just happened right so right and, and it's something that i call battlefield fatigue and this is what happens to most of us you know battlefield fatigue is when a soldiers is out there fighting day in and day out and if soldiers not getting any rest or sleep they become fatigued and most of us we suffer from battlefield fatigue it's all, all about releasing your mind and how are you going to release your mind by changing your words if you change your words you change your thinking most of us want to change our thinking first, but we don't realize that our words are the ones that are defeating us. So if I change my words, I'll change my thinking. If I change my thinking, I'll change my reality. So you can change your channel. You change your, your surroundings, right? You change the people you're around. You change your wording to really start putting yourself in the best position. Is there any right. other thing they should add with that? Everything is internal. Everything is internal. And everything that I do that's external is proactive. Hmm. Yeah. So there's a big difference between reactive and proactive. When we use words that defeats us, that's a reactive mindset. Hmm. 
When we use words that caterpillar us, that's a proactive mindset. So you have to have a proactive mindset. And when you have a proactive mindset, you're constantly working on self, self-improvement, self this, self that. And then you get the strength to say, well, you know what? I do have greatness inside of me. I love who I am. I'm progressing. You don't allow anything that's outside of you to affect you. That's what it's all mm -hmm. about. You, I don't we, care what's going do. on around me. I'm going to be excited regardless. Yeah, we focus on stuff we can't control, right? And so many times we put our energy on things, it's right? Too expensive. It's too expensive uh, to be uh, negative. It's too expensive to, to, to deal with all of that. It's just too expensive. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Rory, this message hits home. It's so helpful. It's what we preach. It's what really carries forward for us. I love it. Um, you have to get your book, Cracking the Rich Code. Is that the book that the most recent one you say start with? Or is there another one, Fear to Freedom, Artificial Intelligence? Is there another one that they should start with there? Well, you know, actually right now, um, um, Cracking the Rich Code is a book that's an international bestseller. And that book basically uh, collaborates with um, Tony Robbins. Everyone knows who he is. Kevin Harrington from ABC, The Shark Tank, and also my good friend, Jim Britt. Wow. And uh, we basically uh, took this book and we put it in place for an entrepreneur's blueprint. And this book has a lot of insight inside of it with different entrepreneurs talking about the experiences. We're talking about the trials and the tribulations, not all of the glory and all of those different types of things. In other words, getting to the meat of things, the fundamentals, what I'm talking to you guys about right now. And, you know, right now um, in America, we're living in a very, very troubling time. Uh, I'm a financial educator and a best-selling author, high-performance life coach. And right now in America, before the pandemic, the average American was one to two paychecks away from being homeless. And one out of three Americans carry credit card debt. Yet we live in one of the richest countries in the world. How is that possible? It's simply because of a lack of financial education, financial literacy. So uh, you know, I always tell people that 90% of the problems that we have in society today, divorce, uh, uh, violence, all of this stuff, it comes down to finance and disparity. Hmm. All these things happen, you know? Uh, so the bottom line is, is that I really, really have a passion to help people pursue their purpose in areas of finance. So this book is basically teaching people how to be entrepreneurs. And not only that, understanding the money game. What I mean by the money game, just to give your listeners uh, a brief overview. The traditional bank in America give us about minus 1% on the checkings of savings account. Mm -hmm. Inflation, I call it the silent killer. For those individuals who don't, don't know what inflation is, inflation is basically the devaluation of your dollar, which means your dollar has less value. Right now, inflation in America is 4.5%. So if the bank has given us minus 1% and inflation is 4.5%, we have to have at least 5% or greater just to beat taxes and inflation. And the rich and the wealthy understands how to get around that information. And by the way, this information is not taught in school. It's not taught in college. So the bottom line is we're giving people fundamentals about the rich and the wealthy, what they know to help the common person. Things like the rule of 72, compounding interest, and what you have to do to be able to get out of the situation you are financially and, and, and not only that, when it comes down to the financial piece, uh, people right now are struggling tremendously. So with this book, when, when a person reads it, I'm telling you, it, it will literally change their lives. And I always tell people, 
that if you truly want to be an entrepreneur, you have to take your nine to five and you have to turn it into your five to nine, which means if you're not willing on investing 16 hours a day in yourself, then don't expect to be an entrepreneur. You know, I love that. And, and, and the word, you know, when people talk about nine to five. Most people don't even realize that nine to five basically means from nine to five. That's when we have the most energy. And about 90% of the people who have jobs, they don't like their job. So that's why they lack the energy. So if you, if you really love something, you'll do it for free. So I would recommend whatever you're doing, do what you love. Just like you right now, you and, 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 your, and your significant other. You guys are doing what you're doing now. And you're building for the future. Hmm. So when you're putting out these podcasts and these shows, it's going to compound later on down the line. You may not be where you want to be right now, but you're building a future. So I always tell people what you do today is setting you up for tomorrow. But people want instant gratification. They want it now. No, you are building it. And there's going to be times that you want to quit. There's going to mm-hmm. be times that you want to give up. But you can't quit. You can't give up. You can't give in. You got to keep chipping away. So Cracking the Rich Code, I'm excited about it. It's an international bestseller. It's doing phenomenal. And I have a host of other books also, too. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to give that a read. It's like it's like growing that garden and uh, you start to see some corn come up and then the squirrels come and eat, eat the corn and then you want to give up. And you're like, well, no, it's been so great. Now I got to have to have the corn grow again. Right. That that's every step you're putting into your life. And we talk here about, you know, cracking the rich code. First starts that you know you can't help others and grow your own wealth if you don't understand where your money is and what's what it's what's it doing right and they say that and I was trying to explain um, internal rate of return to someone and just talking the narrative that if I gave you one dollar today or one dollar ten years from now it's not the same money it's a complete different thing that's why your grandma and grandpa or great grandma say. I used to have, you know, a gallon of milk for 20 cents, you know, and now it's five hours, right? Well, right. They, just the way the money's range, they, there's a different perception on that. And having this part where we are the richest country, right? And I think I've heard that $30,000 here puts you in the top 1% of the world earners, right? And so why are so many of us struggling at that point with this? Well, is it the money itself or is it our perception of the money and our use of money? So I can't wait to get the well, book. You know, it's, 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 it's really what people see... I always tell people when you understand, that's why we call cracking the rich code. There is a code to understanding finance and it's simple. It's really simple finance one-on-one principles. See, we are stuck on taxes. Oh, we hate taxes. We hate taxes. We hate taxes. By the way, most rich people pay very little taxes. Well, look at our president, what what they said he paid in taxes, right? Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is, is that when you really think about it, uh, Financially, if we don't understand the power of compounding interest, there's a big difference between APR and APY. And we are into the APR, annual percentage, (laughs) but I say annual percentage charge, but the APY is annual percentage yield. So if you're not getting compounding interest, you're not beating taxes and inflation, and people are literally saving money, going back to what you were saying, saving money, but at the same time losing money, because they don't understand the money game. Now, once you understand the money game, you have money for a lifetime and not a lunchtime and finance is fun. And, but once again, it all requires you doing the research, you investing in yourself. But when we're trained to be spectators, we go through a life of being spectators and most are not creators. And that's 
That's the problem. So that's one of my missions. My mission is to build creators. My mission is to uh, let everyone know that's listening and looking right now. You got greatness inside of you. You're a masterpiece. Your dreams are not a figment of your imagination, just showing you glimpses of your dream. Don't let anybody kill your dream. Don't let anybody kill your passion. Uh, you know, and I always tell people that um, not only is, is success often found in the pile of mistakes, don't be afraid to make a mistake. Loosen up, have some fun and start building on you. And that's what it's all about. Well, Roy, this has been incredible. Thanks so much. Thanks for sharing all this knowledge that the listeners are just going to benefit hand over fist and use it to compound their lives. For people to find the book, best place to go and get the book? Well, they can go to any uh, retailer and get the book, Cracking the Rich Code, but they can go to RoryDouglas.net, RoryDouglas.net. They can get all of my handles, Instagram, LinkedIn. Also, they can also go to my firm, which is Aqua Financial Center, like water, AquaFinancialCenter.com, AquaFinancialCenter.com. And right now, during time of pandemics, I'm giving free financial literacy workshop classes during this time. Love it. Rory, thank you so much for coming to the show. Super appreciate your time. Thank you, my man. This has been a pleasure. And uh, once again, man, you guys are doing some incredible things. And I'm going to label you guys change agents. (laughs) Change agents. Love it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. You're first to give us that label, so I'll take it. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Thank you, buddy. Talk to you sooner or later. Definitely. Bye.